We're rounding out the last of the Chiron episodes, my sweet babes. Let's do a quick recap of what we know about Chiron so far. We learned about the super cool yet kind of sad mythology of Chiron. We talked about how Chiron manifests in each of the zodiac signs. And we also learned what area of our lives Chiron will play out in via its house placement. Now that we have a super solid foundation and just a basic understanding of Chiron, it's time to get the tea from all the other planets that Chiron has been talking with. Remember, aspects are the conversations the planets are having with each other, and they help to refine or mitigate the circumstances of a placement. If you aren't familiar with aspects or you just need a refresher on them, go listen to episode 35. And then bring your ass back here, and we're going to dive into these major aspects with Chiron. I'll be breaking the major aspects into harmonic, dynamic, and then conjunctions. Harmonic will consist of trines and sextiles. Dynamic will consist of squares and oppositions. So let's get started. We'll start with the harmonic aspects. Now, the harmonic aspects, like I said, are trines and sextiles. They are typically the ones that are flowy and easy. They bring good fortune, good luck. They make it, they make things a little easier generally, sometimes too easy. So while they're considered to be more favorable, you don't have to work as hard and sometimes you miss the mark because of that. But overall, these are considered to be a favorable aspect. So the sun and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. The native will often make it their mission to heal their wounds, and they will succeed at it. They not only want to heal their wounds, though, they seek to help others heal as well. People with harmonic aspects to Chiron often end up in healing professions, and they use their past experiences as a background to help others and show them that healing can be done. It can also be easier to help other people heal than work on your own wounds, so the native might be prone to throwing all their effort into others and somewhat neglect or not even notice that they have wounds. On the flip side, the native might find that they heal themselves through helping others. The medicine they need is to help others feel seen and simply watching someone grow and heal, and in return, it heals them too. I actually have this aspect, which is just another reason that I know I'm living in alignment by doing this podcast. So many of you babes send me messages saying how the podcast has helped you, it's helped you learn about yourself, and just that it's been really beneficial in your journey or your self-discovery, things like that. And it just really warms my heart. I want every single one of you to feel seen because I see you and I recognize your power. And I will always do my best to help you see those things in yourself. The moon and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. So these aspects create a native that deeply identify with their wounds, but not in a bad way. They aren't scared of their wounds. In fact, they use them as a means to learn more about their subconscious world. These people are highly intuitive and sensitive to the wounds of those around them. They treat everyone like family, and they seek to form deep bonds with others. Empathy is typically overflowing with this aspect. This overflowing empathy often lands these people in a caretaker role or a therapist or a counseling type of job. 
It's easy for these people to access their wounds and their emotions, which makes the road to healing a lot easier in a lot of cases. So what we see mainly with this aspect is just someone who is really aware. That's the word. They're really aware of their wounds and they know that it's something that needs to be worked on. They don't try to uh, hide it. They don't try to abandon it or get rid of it or not think about it. They're just okay with it. They're okay that they're emotional and they're okay with the fact that they have wounds and they're kind of pleasant to be around, honestly, because they don't drown in their sorrows, but they aren't afraid to get in the water either. Mercury and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. The native will be able to communicate their wounds effectively, which makes a great advantage should uh, they want to go into therapy to explore their traumas. They have access to the language needed to convey what they feel and also the language to state what they need in terms of healing. I'm honestly a little low-key jealous of people with this aspect because I have a really tough time expressing my wounds and expressing my emotions. I have the words, I just don't have the language to express my emotions, and maybe I just don't have the emotions in general, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Healing through words is really big for this aspect. Talk therapy is the obvious one, but we also might see a native that's able to channel their thoughts into writing. Maybe they pour their wounds into poetry or just use their wounds to speak from a place of lived experience and help others. These harmonic aspects with Chiron really allow the native to think critically about their wounds and to be logical about the means of healing they need to take. I rather like this aspect because of the logical (laughs) aspect to it, and I would because, you know, emotions aren't my thing, logic is, but I like the fact that these natives are able to approach their wounds in almost like a problem-solving type of way. They're really good at formulating a plan and thinking, okay, these are the steps I need to take, and I think they would do really well in like a a program or some type of therapy that does have steps that they can kind of like check off the list and be like, okay, we accomplished this step and now on to the next one. Being systematic about how they heal their wounds is going to be a strength. Venus and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. The first thing that came to my mind with these aspects is healing through art, art therapy. The native will have the ability to take their pain and turn it into something beautiful that others will also be able to relate to. Their art will be a catalyst of healing for themselves and others that partake in their art. Besides art, we see someone who can understand the needs and desires of others rather easily. Partners and friends will come readily to this placement, but the native should be warned that just because people flock to them doesn't mean they need to let them in. Others will see their shining inner beauty, and they're going to want a piece of it for themselves. And the other thing that people might flock to this native for is their healing abilities. They just see that, wow, this person is really good at healing their wounds. I wonder if they can heal me too. So if anyone has this aspect, watch out for that as well. There will be traumas surrounding the native's close relationships. These hardships give the native an inner strength and makes them appreciate the people they have in their life who are the real ones. They're reliable and loyal to the people who prove to be worthy in their affections. Again, people flock to this placement, and in general, they're people who only want to help the native and play a role in their healing. 
but sometimes it's not always that way. Sometimes you do get that manipulative person, that like vampire, that vampiric energy where they're just like, they're sucking the energy out of you and they're sucking and sucking and you're not getting anything in return or they're just kind of using you to heal their wounds, but you're being bled dry at the same time. But sometimes you can find your healing through others if you find genuine people. Mars and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. Think aggressive healing for this one. The natives' wounds will inspire them and push them to make something of themselves and to overcome the pain. This truly is the aspect of turning tragedy into triumph. The native is going to have a deep sense of who they are because they've endured and they've struggled and they've braved their subconscious only to come out on the other side stronger. The other thing we see with this aspect is someone who likes to take on the role of the protector. They take the aggression of Mars and use it to make sure other people never have to endure the same pain that they did. And it can almost teeter on having a hero complex if the energy runs unchecked. But typically the native has pure intentions. So with this one, you just need to really watch that you aren't trying to save everybody. And then you're kind of left out to dry. You really need to be careful about taking on too much and taking on the wounds of others and trying to be the savior. Save yourself first and then help others. Jupiter and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. These aspects are really interesting. With Jupiter being the greater benefic, it's hard to see how you could have a wound when Jupiter is involved. The wound still does exist. No one gets away without having some sort of sore spot in their lifetime. But Jupiter definitely helps to ease the tension here. Maybe the native finds their path to healing in a more linear way and they don't have to struggle as much or, you know, it's not so much of a puzzle. They don't have to figure it out. Or they're somehow brought luck or fortune through their catastrophes. It's a real silver lining type of situation. The other big thing with these harmonic aspects to Jupiter is that the native is likely to find someone during their lifetime that acts as a healing figure for them, someone who is a catalyst to their healing or helps them reach the answers they're seeking. They're likely to meet a lot of compassionate people along the way that are willing to help them heal their wounds. These people will also experience downfalls, but they will have the ability to remain optimistic regardless of how dark things get. The native actually may often think to themselves like, wow, that could have been a lot worse. And it just doesn't, the, it doesn't take the dark turn because they have Jupiter kind of with Chiron talking, working, working together. So could be worse. <laughs> That's kind of what I get for this placement. Could always be worse. They feel very fortunate. They see how bad other people have it and they think, wow, you know, my my wounds are bad, but not as bad as some. Saturn and the harmonic aspects with Chiron. This is another placement of turning tragedy into triumph, but not in such a heroic way like Mars does. This is a more understated way of moving through the world. And the tragedy typically turns into new opportunities and not so much glorious triumphs. These natives will work on healing. Key emphasis on the word work. They are not afraid to set boundaries and create a stable foundation for themselves to heal. 
They will put in the required work because they want to see the fruits of those labors. They want to heal and they want to see what comes after it. So it's not so much the healing itself because they know it'll be good for them emotionally, but because it will strengthen them as a person. They aren't really tied to the whole, I'm healing my emotions, I'm healing my subconscious thing. Nah, they're more tied to, okay, if I do this, things are going to get a lot better and then I can be the best version of myself and who knows what I can do then, I can take on the world. Security will always be tough for these people. Even if they have mostly healed all their wounds, there's always going to be a small voice of doubt or worry that creeps in because it's Saturn. And even if it's good, it's still just kind of meh. That's just how it is with Saturn. Responsible and practical are also words I'd use to describe these people. They don't like to take risks for fear of stirring up their traumas and awakening their wounds. If they can let sleeping dogs lie, they will. The phrase that comes to mind for this aspect is work smarter, not harder. Again, it's not so much about getting to the root of things. It's not like when the moon is involved, you know, they get to the core and they're in their deep subconscious and they're working through stuff. Not with Saturn. Saturn's like, well, if I never open that door and I never wake that wound up, then I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to think about it and it doesn't affect me. And they kind of get away with it. They have a a really good, uh, I'll say skill or ability where they can just block it out and they truly don't feel it. They kind of do a sneak around with that one, you know, work smarter, not harder. Now on to the dynamic aspects. While these aspects may be harder and not as favorable, and they typically bring some sort of struggle, they also bring goodness if the native can figure out how to work with them. These are going to be the squares and the oppositions. The sun and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. The native takes a hit to their core vitality with this one. There's hang-ups when it comes to feeling confident or having much willpower. The native is going to yearn for healing, but their discipline and willpower never seems to match their desires. They feel like their wounds are insurmountable. The native wants to be a light for others, and they want to relate to other people who've gone through similar ordeals, but they hold themselves back. They let their shadows talk them into sabotaging their own healing, and since the sun is partly our sense of self or our soul, This aspect is really going to imply that someone will sabotage themselves until they learn that they are worth healing and that they do have willpower. Sometimes creativity or intellect becomes affected by this placement as well. The native will be prone to doubting their abilities in both of those areas. The moon and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. This is a tough one, my babes. How can we heal if our planet of the subconscious realm and our emotions is having a not so like favorable conversation with Chiron? Because remember, this is a dynamic aspect. It's a square or it's an opposition. Chiron and the moon are not seeing eye to eye here. People with either of these aspects are going to have a really hard time expressing emotion. They feel awkward talking about how they feel and what they've experienced. And if they do share, It's often in an oversharing sort of way, like it's an impulse and they just kind of word vomit and it all comes out and then they feel really weird about the whole situation and they regret saying anything at all. It's hard to get the energies to line up because you have Chiron and the moon not seeing eye to eye about the situation. 
This is not an easy or fast fix. Anyone who has this placement is going to have to learn that it takes time and a lot of practice or patience to really work through the square or the opposition to get to the gold. The moon traditionally represents the mother archetype. The native will tend to have some sort of wound dealing with their mother or people who are seen as more emotional. Emotions in this placement do not mix. The native has a hard enough time understanding their own emotions, let alone the emotions of someone else. So, maybe you have guessed, but I have this aspect. How fun! (laughs) This aspect is one of the reasons I always say I have such a hard time relating to my emotions, but mostly expressing my emotions. Before I found my spiritual practice and started practicing Stoic philosophy, my emotions manifested as partying and just being an overall wild child. My emotions didn't come out as emotions. They came out as reckless behavior. That's my Aries moon. My Aries moon was a wild child. It still is, but now it's in a more fun and productive way. Learning to rein that behavior in and heal via meditation and other spiritual routines has been a true blessing for me. The goodness in this aspect is that if you can find a way to break through and understand your feelings, then you're handed the key to an entire new world. You know how to help others with these blockages as well because you've been there. And you're just able to control your emotions in a really balanced way. So if any of you babes have this aspect, it's, it is hard and I feel for you. I truly do because I've been there. And sometimes you don't even know what's going on. You don't even know, you know why this is happening or what's happening. You don't recognize it. But there is a way through. And the only way through is through. You can't go around. You can't go back. You can't go up or over, down or under. You got to go through and you just have to dig deep and you can get through it. Mercury and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. Communicating your wounds is going to be the hard part here. The native will feel like they're bothering people and they feel a twinge of pain even just speaking about their wounds. Talk therapy would be hard for these people because not only do they not have the words to communicate their wounds, but they also feel like they won't do it properly, so they judge themselves. It's a double-edged sword, really. If they don't say anything, then they never get the chance to heal. And if they do say something, they ruminate over it and cause themselves even more pain and anxiety than they had to start with. The other side of this aspect is that these natives will not only scrutinize their own words, but the words of others. They will often cling to what people say, how they said it, and try to figure out what they really meant. And I put really in quotes. They may also believe or think that people are judging them or gossiping about them behind their backs, even if that's not the case. It's going to be one of those, you know, when you leave a room, you think everybody's talking about you. I think a possible avenue of healing for these people could start with writing or creating stories about their wounds. I have the notion that maybe if they create a story in a more third-person way where the fictional character heals, then they can experience it as a kind of catharsis, which then would build their confidence to maybe start speaking about their actual wounds. Venus and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. Right away, these aspects speak to over-identifying or having some sort of dependency issue with romantic partners or close relationships. 
The native will bring their wounds into their relationships and rely on other people to recognize them and heal them. On the flip side, the native's wounds could possibly prevent them from being able to form relationships. Maybe they push people away subconsciously or the other person involved runs away because the wounds are so out in the open and the native has expectations of being taken care of. So maybe they you know, display their wounds too much and then they scare people off. One of the good things that comes from this placement is a deep sensitivity to others. These natives understand other people really well, but they find it hard not to act out of a place of insecurity or hurt or just generally playing the victim. This can turn them into people pleasers and make it so they lose all sense of self in their relationships. So the big hurdle to get over with this one, my babes, is to not lose your sense of self and not become so dependent in your relationships. But that's what your wound probably centers around. Your wound probably centers around being left behind or not wanting to be left behind, abandonment issues, things like that. So you're really going to have to work on standing on your own two feet and knowing that you can rely on yourself. Mars and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. Instead of aggressive healing, we just see aggression. Since the native struggles to turn their tragedies into triumphs, they're constantly trying to prove themselves in general. They can become aggressive, confrontational, and defensive. There's a big-time problem with authority or being told what to do or being told that they need to heal or how they should heal. These are the people that when you try to give them advice or when you say, you know, have you tried therapy? They pretty much like blow up in your face and they push back and they freak out and they're like, I don't need therapy, like blah, 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 meow, meow, meow. The native may put all their efforts into outrunning their problems rather than tackling them head on, which we all know that's only going to prolong the healing process because that never works. You can't run away from your demons. Your demons always catch up with you because they're inside you. They're innate. They're with you at all points in time. It just depends when they decide to wake up and rear their ugly heads. And well, they're not ugly. Nobody's ugly. (laughs) Not even these demons because shadow work is a thing. We want to integrate those demons. We want to like make them pretty and give them a makeover and say, you know what? I see you. I'm healing you. So Mars and Chiron, if you're having some dynamic aspects, don't run away from the demons. Have them walk beside you. Go for a run together, have a conversation, and uh, figure it out. Try to direct that energy in a healthier way. Jupiter and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. Chiron's wound is going to be tied to some sort of belief or lack of beliefs. The native will try to remain optimistic, but the weight of their trauma is heavy. And Jupiter isn't really in a position to help them carry it. Because remember... Jupiter and Chiron aren't seeing eye to eye, so you can basically have it like Chiron is over there with the weight of the world, and Jupiter's like, let me help you with that, buddy, and Chiron's like, no, I don't want to talk to you, like, I'm not talking to you right now, we're not speaking, so Jupiter kind of can't lend that helping hand it typically would. These people will have a hard time expanding and understanding how to have a rational viewpoint of their wounds. Honestly, The biggest wound here is that the person doesn't have anything to believe in. And when we feel empty or like there's nothing worth fighting for, it's really hard to muster the energy to use for healing. The native might also acquire their wounds through what seems like unlucky circumstances. One of those like when it rains, it pours types of feelings. 
it seems like everything is kind of out of their control. It's like the the tarot card, like the wheel of fortune. It's like fate. It's like fate is dealing them kind of a bad hand time and time again. They need to learn that they also play a hand in fate and that they can shape their destiny. They shouldn't succumb to fate is what I'm trying to say here. You can heal your wounds. You can choose that. This is your life. And if you believe you can, then you will. Saturn and the dynamic aspects with Chiron. These aspects are tough. Remember I said, even when Saturn is good, it's just kind of meh. Well, now it's in a dynamic aspect situation. So it just went from meh to mega meh. Saturn in a dynamic aspect with Chiron is going to create a lot of tension centering around the wound. The native may feel like they can never fully heal, or sometimes they think they're getting a grip on the wound and they're kind of healing and they're feeling good, and then bam, something reopens it, or they experience another trauma that just adds to the list of hardships in their life. Since it's Saturn, so it's Capricorn, you know, Capricorn slash Aquarius, but mainly Capricorn, we might see the native has issues with their father, a father figure, or a prominent authority figure in their life. The relationship will be tense, yet somehow fruitful if they can figure it out. Security is a lifelong issue for these people. They constantly think that they aren't doing enough or fulfilling their life's purpose. There may be opportunities more in line with the native's hopes and dreams, but they choose the stable, safe bet because uh, they put feeling secure above everything else. Being secure in the physical world is literally a security blanket for them. And surprise, I have this aspect too. And I can honestly say that I don't take risks when it comes to my security. Only recently have I decided to start taking my life in the direction of my calling or what I feel is my true calling and my real hopes and dreams. Like I said in my Saturn Return episodes, I knew for whatever reason that my life would start once I turned 30. Like, it felt like everything up to that was just like the prequel. And then once 30 got here, like, bam, I knew it would be different. And now that I am 30, I feel so free. And uh, like, I'm actually making moves that are in line with my true will and my destiny. But it took my Saturn return and it took facing a lot of my shadows to get to this point. And something else that I want to say quick before we move on to conjunctions isn't it crazy how my Chiron and Cancer deals with familial wounds, and then I have both of the aspects that speak to having wounds around a mother and a father figure, because I have Chiron square the moon and Chiron, I believe, opposition Saturn. It's pretty crazy. It's funny how accurate astrology can be. Let's move on to conjunctions now. Conjunctions are when two planets or placements are right on top of each other or within a couple degrees of being right on top of each other. This means the energies of the two planets blend. They become one and form this interesting identity from parts of both parties. I call this aspect mostly neutral, but it all depends on who's involved in the conversation. Generally, if the benefics are involved, we see neutral to positive. And if the malefics are involved, then we usually see neutral to hardship. The sun in conjunction with Chiron. The wounds become one with the ego with this placement. The native's willpower and general outlook on life will be impacted by the nature of their wound. 
Look to the house and the sign of Chiron to see what that means for you personally if you have this placement. I feel like there's a lot of contending with the ego when it comes to this aspect. It'll be hard to muster confidence and creativity. The native might not understand why they deserve to shine because their wound clouds their judgment. Obviously, our wounds are always with us throughout our lives, but this one in particular really sticks with the native. With Chiron right on top of the native's core identity, the sun, it's hard to get away from it. If the native can harness that energy and make their wounded ego into something like a charitable foundation that helps others with similar wounds, or becoming a therapist, or just some sort of healing profession, then it'll feel like they're more in control and they're using their wounds for good in the world. And it'll really bolster their ego and make them feel confident in themselves. This may also indicate issues with authority figures, father figures, or feeling dominated or controlled in some type of way. The moon conjunct Chiron. Here we see the native's wounds merge with their emotions and become deeply intertwined with their subconscious. This is a particularly painful aspect because it makes it hard for the native to separate themselves from their wounds. It can make them feel insecure and like no one understands the level of pain they feel. It can honestly be a very lonely aspect. The native may ignore their needs and their own healing by taking on the needs of others. They do this because they truly do care about other people and they understand pain and they want to help lessen that for other people. But they also do it because they don't want to focus on their own shadows. It's more of a diversion tactic than anything. There may be issues connecting with prominent caretakers in the native's life, especially anyone who assumed the role of the mother. It might be hard for them to accept other people doting on them or taking care of them. It's okay for them to be the caretaker, but they don't like when other people try to mother them or take care of them. It makes them feel uncomfortable and they're, they're just trying to work through that energy. They really don't know how to deal with it. Mercury conjunct Chiron. Language, writing, speech, thought, and communication will be heavily impacted by the native's wound. They may not be able to express their emotions or needs properly, and this will leave them feeling highly misunderstood. The wounds themselves might have been afflicted by someone not listening to you as a kid or someone always putting you down and putting your ideas down. There's a sense that you were silenced and not allowed to express yourself. You've carried this wound with you and you prefer to basically suffer in silence. People might not even know you feel this way because you just don't express it. Besides a timidness around speaking their mind, these people will also feel like their mental abilities are lacking. They tend not to believe in their own inner knowledge, and they avoid having to ever be in a situation where they would have to teach someone something or show someone what they know. Having to be in front of people and explaining something is like a nightmare for them. Giving some sort of presentation or a speech is going to cause these natives to just freeze up and they're going to overthink everything. They're going to, uh, they're just not going to believe in their own intelligence. Venus conjunct Chiron. This aspect indicates someone who doesn't feel worthy in love. Their wound seeps into all of their relationships, but especially the romantic ones. The native might not actually even realize this either. If Chiron and Venus are tightly bound, the native might just think that's how relationships are supposed to be, 
It can make a really dangerous situation for someone to be taken advantage of, or worse, end up in abusive relationship cycles. Boundaries are pretty much non-existent with this aspect. The native will almost always bend to the will of their partners because they fear being rejected or abandoned. Other than relationships, this aspect might obsess over how they look and not like their physical appearance. They'll try to meet unrealistic beauty standards, and when they can't, depression, eating disorders, or a general disassociation from their physical body will settle in. Mars conjunct Chiron. This one can manifest in a few different ways. The first is that we have someone who is afraid of their own rage and has no healthy way to express it. They think anger is bad, so whenever it arises, they shove it back down. And this causes a pressure cooker situation, which we know that's never going to end well. I know I have talked about pressure cooker situations with Mars before, and this is definitely one of them. If the native is afraid of their own rage and it has nowhere to go, eventually they're going to explode. If the native isn't trying to hide their rage or run away from it, then it's untethered. They're reckless and they blame their behavior on their upbringing or bad circumstances. They use their wounds as a means to justify hurting others in the same way or a similar way, which is ultimately just repeating the cycle that they went through themselves. So they are continuing the cycle of abuse, essentially, and they blame their past experiences for their behavior, which we all know that is a huge red flag when that happens and healing needs to happen when we see that in other people. If they aren't hurting others, then they're hurting themselves. These natives can become extremely self-destructive and literally destroy their own lives. Self-harm can also be seen here. Jupiter conjunct Chiron. Since Jupiter is the greater benefic, this Chiron conjunction is actually the easiest or has the greatest potential for healing and healing others. The native might become involved with healing work in general. They feel an urge to reach out and expand upon their wounds. They know keeping to themselves and playing small isn't going to create lasting change. They devote themselves to work that will not only heal themselves, but also have the potential to help others in the future. The wound itself most likely centers around being wrong or having some sort of spiritual crisis, maybe even something that has to do with money. Whatever it is, the native will make it their mission to seek justice as a remedy for themselves and others. So with this conjunction, I really feel like it's all about righting some sort of wrong, whether they were wronged, whether they're seeking kind of like, you know, like a class action suit for, <laughs> for their wound. They dedicate their life to making their wound easier for themselves and others. Saturn conjunct Chiron. To me, this aspect boils down to control. The native might have been controlled their entire life, giving them all sorts of wounds and making them seek to control their environment in response. It's really the aspect of micromanaging, of that person looking over your shoulder and making you anxious all the time. Emotions are also not welcomed with this aspect. That's one of the things the native tries to control and never lets see the light of day. Achievements and accolades will be used to try and ignore the real problem in the native's mind. How can someone so accomplished have anything wrong with them? 
If something was actually wrong with them, they would never be able to achieve such high status and juggle so many different tasks. Which we all know that's just not true. It's a tactic to distract themselves from what's really going on at their subconscious level. There you have it, my babes. Those are the major aspects of Chiron with the seven main planets. This was our last episode for the Chiron series. I hope you really got to know Chiron. He truly is a beloved character in mythology and astrology, and we can learn so much from his story. Sometimes the poison is the medicine, and sometimes the medicine is the poison. To understand which is for us, we need to work with our wounds. We can't run from them because they're inside us. Some of us carry them in our hearts, some in our egos, and some in our minds. But we've all got them. If you learned nothing else from all this Chiron stuff, you know, I've been babbling for three weeks now about Chiron, and if you've learned nothing else, at least take this away with you. Be kind to people. I've said it before, but everyone has a Chiron placement, and maybe you're farther along in your healing than the other person is. That doesn't mean we look to them and say, what's your problem? Grow up, like, get over it, like, heal your wounds, meow, meow, meow. And we don't judge them, and we shouldn't make assumptions. Try to offer everyone you meet the kindness you wish someone would have offered you when you needed it the most. Let's work together to heal our wounds. Don't underestimate the power of kindness and forgiveness, because it's really fucking badass. To be able to forgive someone, to be able to look them in the eye after they've wronged you and forgive them, also to be able to be humble enough to look someone in the eye and say, I was wrong, and to ask for forgiveness, those are super powerful things, and I think that's what we need to be working on, kindness and forgiveness. Well, babes, if you want more moon content before next week, you can find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro or on Twitter at moonmatters. If you really dug Chiron, if you got a lot out of this, if you thought it was super cool and, you know, now you're exploring your subconscious and your wounds, or you just liked this episode in general, go leave me a rating on iTunes. Leave me a rating, review, go say hi. It would make my day. It would make me so happy. All right, babes, I will see you next week. Bye.